0: You are listening to the Black Sitcom History Podcast with Shannon and Summer, where we explore issues from episodes of the most popular and polarizing Black television sitcoms from the
1: 1970s and beyond.
2: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Black Sitcom History. I am Shannon. I'm Summer. And it's Friday.
0: Yay, happy Friday
2: friday hopefully to those people who have iphones our new update (laughs) 14 is working out well for you came out on wednesday just a side note that's all (laughs) you know how when uh, updates first come out sometimes i'm a little hesitant to do it right away but some of the features that they have for this one i was excited about so i went ahead and downloaded the new update and so far so good. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But anyway, it's Friday. So let's go ahead and celebrate with another episode of Black sitcom history. Yes. How are you doing, Summer?
1: I am
0: doing well. I'm happy that it's Friday. It was a long week. Long week. It was a long week. And that's probably because my week last week was kind of short. <laughs> mm. So I had like a couple... Um, Four day weekends, um still busy, but uh just kind of short on the uh nine to five front yeah but um, and so yeah, this is a, a full week after those two four day or three day weekends, sorry, um those two three day weekends back to back, so but it's all good.
2: it's all good it's
0: all good. It's the weekend now, so looking forward to that. Um, and before we get started, I'm just going to go ahead and just be spontaneous again and jump in with our, uh, social media. Um, you can catch us on Instagram and Facebook, um, at Black Sitcom History is where you can find us on both of those platforms and, um. On those pages, we're, you know, we're actually trying to give you some, some Black sitcom history, you know. That's where you can find um, some interesting tidbits about Black television shows. Um, in our very first episode of the podcast, we talked a bit about Amos and Andy. Um, but there's a lot of, of, of great, a, a wealth of information about Black sitcoms that, you know, even we are still learning um, and always want to share with you so um, with that let's go ahead and get into talking about the jefferson's episode this week which is uh or for today which is season two episode 14 and the title of this one is called lunch with mama and it first aired december 13th 1975
2: Correct. I have a question for you before we get started. You posted something about a a sitcom back in the day starring. Well, the character was a a nurse.
0: Uh, yeah, Julia is the name of the show. That yes. was the name of the show. Mm-hmm.
2: So that reminds me of a. Uh, remember Will Smith's wife? What's her name? Jada. <laughs> she had no. Yeah, Jada. Jada yes, that's she, her. That's her name. She had the show called Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yeah. So. Did you watch Julia? Or do you remember seeing that
0: show? I I, no, I haven't.
2: So you don't know if like they're similar. I highly doubt it. So she was just a a nurse; she wasn't like the head doctor, Julia. Whereas in Hawthorne, I think Jada was like the head nurse. Uh,
0: she, yeah, I have no idea what Julia's role was. Um, I don't know if she was a, a RN, nurse practitioner um you know I, I i really don't even know what what jada's character was, Jada was like, but she was she was, she was she was a head nurse i don't know if she was like a nurse practitioner um which is different than you know the the a job different job function than a a registered nurse so um but i don't really i don't really know
2: that show was pretty good for yeah the- i like for well, the one season we watched it
0: i mean yeah um i did like the show especially the, the at the start mm-hmm. you know i really liked it kind of you know got into some other stuff that was like more dramatic and i mean it is a drama it was a drama series but um it just kind of took a turn it, <laughs> at it took some a point turn
2: because it wasn't all about the hospital lifestyle right, it started right. turning into her personal p- personal life yeah so i i never understood if it was like i i know scrubs is a comedy show yeah. but it was like it all took place in the, in the hospital mm-hmm. and what was the one that people raved about back in the day um Ray's anatomy. Gray's, gray's anatomy gray's anatomy see i don't know <laughs> gray's anatomy like that pretty much took place Majority in the hospital. Yeah, settings. it was still
0: interpersonal, mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, it was interpersonal stuff. But they had a lot of, um, they had some central characters, but they got into a lot of other characters and their relationships and all of that. I don't know. It was kind of all over the place, or it is. I mean, I, I think it, I think it still comes on, but no. I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy in years. I mean, used to be.
2: I mean, not um, as syndicated, I'm sure. Probably not new episodes.
0: No, I think new episodes still. What? Still. Come on. You know, I'm going to let um I think my I'm let Google tell me.
2: Okay. My I,
0: I, I think they're still they're still running.
2: My hospital show was Dukenhauser. Who? D- Dr. Dukenhauser? The little young Doogie Hauser? Oh, MD? Yeah, that show. <laughs> <laughs> that was my show. And then you, <laughs> you started watching one maybe three years ago where the, the doctor was a young, artistic teenager. Um, was he
0: autistic? Um, I think he might have been autistic. Um, that was a oh gosh, what is that called? Oh, that was a good show.
2: I like that one. And yeah. like, he can determine things in his mind like really quick, and they show like. Visions of his mind, like oh,
0: the inner workings of his mind.
2: Right. Yeah, I like that one. I forgot the name of that one, but I would only watch it if I caught you watching it. I wouldn't watch it. The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor. I
0: I don't even think I got through a whole season Mm -hmm. of the show. Yeah, I don't think I got through a whole season, but. Now that you have reminded me of it, I might go back and watch it. It was pretty good, though. I just kind of probably got distracted Mm -hmm. and started watching something else. So, So what did you find out
2: about Grey's Anatomy? Is it still airing, like new episodes?
0: Um, there are some new episodes as of this year, so I, I assume so. They're in season 16, See, I, I was about
2: to say, that yeah. show has been on for a long time. It's been time. on for a
0: long time. Wow. Been on for a long time. Well, congratulations yeah. to
2: them, still getting paid. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Still, getting, but still yeah, doing those
2: it. Those were my hospital shows. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, uh, I
0: watched Doogie Hauser. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched that pretty religiously. Yeah. I thought it was so cool that, you know, he would type up his little diary on the computer, yeah. <laughs> like that was oh, and was read like big, it and read it. it. it I just was, thought it was yeah. fun. I don't know. I like Neil Patrick Harris too. He's he's pretty cool.
2: But what else did he play? A he lot Richie fans. Rich?
0: Richie Rich? I don't think uh, so. Don't like a modern Richie Rich? I, mean, I thought it
2: was like when he was a kid. He played Richie Rich. I don't know. So I don't know. know. I
0: don't. I don't remember him before um Doogie Howser. Okay. Um,
2: well. Since we're talking about doctors, and I guess my um, cool doctor would be Doctor Huxtable. Doctor Huxtable. Yeah, he was cool, cool dude. He brought comedy to pain that was inflicted on giving birth. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Anyway, so let's get started with the show. You you told us the title of the show is um lunch 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 with with mama Mama. lunch with mama Mm -hmm. so. Heads up, and this is a little funny. I fell asleep a little bit on this episode. Uh-oh. Yeah, you had to, it, I think I saw you. Yeah. It's not that it was not a good episode. I was just tired. I was just tired. And to our audience, I take naps, like. <laughs> often. <laughs> often. <laughs> like, not that, like, if you're talking to me, I fall asleep in front of you. But if I sit on the couch and, like, you know what? This is a good time for a nap. You know, I, just I don't
0: even nap. think you have time for that thought to even come into your head. You just fall asleep. Just fall. But you I'm... can fall asleep. I mean, it's it's frustrating. It's almost frustrating how easy it is for you to fall asleep. Because I don't. I, I, I can't fall asleep very easily. And you just mm. fall asleep. Like You'll say, oh, I don't know. I think that shower woke me up. I think that <laughs> woke me up. And then like 10 seconds later, you're snoring. All right. <laughs> Like,
2: wait, what? <laughs> well, you, you see, you, the bed <laughs> is only used for two things, so. I mean, that's true, you know, but. And I go to sleep, so I'm asleep. Yeah. But, <laughs> but even on, on on the couch, I'll take a nap, you know.
3: Mm. Especially.
2: In a movie. N- no, not.
0: Watching the Jeffersons, well, season two, episode episode 14.
2: That's because I'm more comfortable at home. I very seldomly fall asleep at the movies. mm like never, kind of.
0: Uh, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and let you tell okay, that well, that story. That story.
2: <laughs> okay, that's um, the
0: story, and you're sticking with it, right? Yeah.
2: All right, I'll let you well, go ahead and do that. That's the story. <laughs> so yeah, so I I fell asleep a little bit. It, it's not that this wasn't a good episode because I think it I want to go. It was. I think mm-hmm. I want to go back and watch it. Um, because it somewhat showed the. The typical or stereotypical black funeral, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'm jumping ahead before we even get into the episode. Right. But but there was a funeral involved in this um, episode. And it just showed, like, the black typical... Well, not typical. Stereotypical, stereotypical funeral. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I want to go back and watch it.
0: And even though it's a funeral, it was still funny in in itself. That was...
2: A pretty funny uh, scene, <laughs> yeah. and you know something else about this episode? Summer, I think this is like the only episode that they actually left the apartment building because yeah, all the episodes true. are always in someone's apartment or in uh, the bar. Bar, what is it called? Charlie Charlie Bar. 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 Yeah, Charlie. That's bar. very true. So I they were
0: out and about. About.
2: I think this is yeah. the first episode they were actually out. Mm-hmm. So, that was cool change of, of scenery. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I fell asleep a little bit. So, <laughs> I'm going to go by or I'm going to try and remember as much as I can. Go for it. So, Louise receives a phone call that her childhood somewhat nanny had passed away. When I say somewhat, it was just someone in the neighborhood that would watch after the kids. if if a parent needed to make a run or whatever. Um, So she she had a phone call that she passed away. And uh, she told George, like, yeah, you know, my childhood nanny passed away. The funeral is this this Monday or whatever. And I would like for you to come. And George, he doesn't enjoy funerals. Um, They really don't go into any detail why he doesn't enjoy funerals, but... My thought on this is, if, and I want to say this for later on, but do you actually go to funerals of people you don't know? I'm going to say that for later. Mm-hmm. But so George's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to go or whatever. Matter of fact, I have lunch date with Mama Jefferson. We have lunch every every Monday, and Louise tells him like, well, look, you need to tell your mama. <laughs> that you can't make it. You coming to the funeral with me. You're married to me now. So I should be the number one priority in, in in your life. Your mother comes second now or whatever. And, uh, so George is still trying to get out of it. And mama Jefferson shows up and reminds him that we have lunch coming up on Monday. And he tells her, well, Louise is trying to get me to go to a funeral. I don't know if I'll be able to make it. But let me back up. Louise wanted George to put his foot down and tell Mama Jefferson that he can't come and he won't be doing lunch with her every Monday anymore.
0: Yes, It was one, one day a month.
2: Oh, it was, it was a monthly a month, date. Monthly yes. date. Okay. See, I told you guys I fell asleep. So.
0: But the point, the point being is that, you know, yes, for the past, yeah, I don't know how many years they've been going on their, uh, once a month lunch date. Um, but this time Louise is like, I need you to go with me to this funeral. That's what I would like for you to do. Um, and you know, reschedule or something, uh, or skip it this time. I, I don't think she even gave him a prescription for what to actually do, but other than cancel the date for that Friday or Monday or whatever day the funeral was.
2: So mama Jefferson, (laughs) I don't know why she came up with this idea. She she just wanted to spend time with her son. So she said, well, I will accompany you (laughs) to the funeral. Mm -hmm. So now Louise has two guests, George And Louise, I mean, George and Mama Jefferson right. are now going to the to the funeral. But basically, like I said, Louise was just trying to, to enlighten George that Mama Louise is...
3: Mama I, Jefferson? Ma,
2: ma, sorry, Mama Jefferson. Mother, you got me saying Mama Jefferson. Uh, Mama mother Jefferson. Jefferson. Mother Jefferson. <laughs> M- M- Mama Jefferson is kind of conniving kind of she was kind of using him to to fill a void somewhat um
1: well yeah the i forget who
0: who in the episode was talking about how george's uh and this is the first that we're hearing about george's George's father father, passing away when he was 10 years old so he's been without his father for a really long time. And one of the, uh, was it Tom Willis or Mr. Bentley? I forgot. Gosh, you guys, I forget who, who was telling him that, that George basically took the place in some ways of his father. And in some, some ways it's kind of,
2: um, it's, it's
0: not even like a, a father, a, a mother son relationship, but a husband wife's relationship yeah, in some way. Like yeah. he's trying to, feel a feel the boy like out of some sort of guilt himself. Like he feels bad that his mother doesn't have his father anymore. And Mother Jefferson takes full advantage of that.
2: Yeah, because like Summer said, George's father died when he was ten. So um something my dad used to always tell me, and I, I I never thought nothing of it. When I was little and he would leave. When I say little, I'm talking 10, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: 11 years old, he would leave to go do whatever, Um, work, because my dad, he worked two jobs for a while, so he had a night job, and when he would go off to work at night, he would say, Shannon, you are the man of the house. And I'm like, nah, and I'm like, okay, whatever that that means. Like, I can tell everybody what to do. I can stay up as late as I want. What? I don't know. (laughs) But he was just still... He was teaching me, like, when, basically, when you become older and you have your own house and your own family, make sure you know that you are the man of the house. You need to take care of what happens, protection, putting food on the table, whatever it may be, you are the man of the house. And I appreciate him, you know, teaching me that at a young age. Like, not saying, well, I am saying wear the pants in the house, but I'm not saying it in a in a, a um, like a chauvinistic sh- kind of way. Yes, right. Yeah. There, thank you. That type of way, but just showing that protection towards my wife, and my children, and, and the household, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So George, he had to pretty much become the man of the house, and he, Mama Jefferson, still thinks he might be the man of the house. And that's why she she hasn't let that go. And Louise sensed that, and she was telling George, like, "Look, this is what it is. You need to let Mama Jefferson know the real deal. Like, you're the man of the house over here. Yeah. Of course, if if you're, if if Mama Jefferson needs you for something, you're you know you're going to be there for. Her. But you're 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 entitled to take care of home first, and then." Take her, Mama Jefferson. Like, for instance, when Summer and I got married, Christmas rolled around, Thanksgiving rolled around. And I told my mother, I said, Well, I don't think we're going to be able to make it for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. And she said, I understand, Shannon. You have your own family now. You need to start your own traditions. Mm -hmm. So my mother understood that. But if she needed me to do something, okay, okay. Of course, call me and I'll see what I can do um, after I take care of what I need to take care of at home. First, then I'll come give you a, a helping hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, Louise sensed that and she was just letting George know, like, look, um, Mama Jefferson still treats you as if you are the man of her house or whatever.
0: Yeah, and he and George even said something to the effect of, um, of course, I'm going to take my favorite girl. Out calling his favorite girl his mom, mm-hmm. who and of course Louise is supposed to be his favorite girl. <laughs> right,
2: exactly. So I'm gonna kind of get to the funeral part really quick. Okay. So let's let's just go ahead and do that, and then after that, we'll take a break. Okay. So they arrive to the funeral home or whatever, and <laughs> there's people in there reading a newspaper. <laughs> Chilling somebody was fouling her nails. <laughs> it looked like somebody was arguing about something or whatever and um so tell me about the scene when they when they stepped out the the room for a little while, and the um the pastor came in, and George was he was like, No, I'm the pastor. you remember that part'
1: When they
0: stepped before this is before the funeral,
2: funeral? Yeah, right before the funeral, George and Mama Jefferson stepped out for a moment or something. You don't remember that part? Okay. Well, let's carry on. Anyway.
0: <laughs> I need more more cues than that. Yeah, I don't I, remember. Okay, do you, do you remember it?
2: I mean, I remember that part. I just don't remember what actually happened in that. Oh, I guess That's I when you dozed off. Dozed off. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't anyway. think I
0: don't think it was notable. They were out, the, the, the pastor does come in and, and get started with the funeral. I think that that George was still trying to get himself out of out of even being at the funeral, but eventually they the, the pastor showed up and they just sat sat down um towards the back of the room. And uh yeah. Once the funeral got started, yeah, well, that's well, when it got a little bit funny.
2: Yeah, well, once the funeral got started, uh, no, okay, no, you, you remember Sorry. now.
0: <laughs> this is what happened yes. because, and, and it actually is important because it's a setup for what happens next during the funeral. Because at this point, George, Louise, and Mother Jefferson are sitting in the back of the um, the room talking and George is explaining to Mother Jefferson like hey you know um I'm not going to take you to lunch every month you know the first monday of the month anymore and she's like having a hard time with it giving him giving him um some pushback on it and he's he stands firm he's like no I'm not going to do it so that's when they were like went outside and um mother Jefferson started
2: Fake crying,
0: basically fake crying to try to guilt George, but George is like no, <laughs> like <laughs> Louise was like not having it. She was like, um, oh, <laughs> so that's when the, when the funeral gets started, and um, when the funeral gets started, Mother Jefferson is already emotional. She's just not emotional about the funeral. And then, what happens?
2: I need a little help because i I was dozing off on this part, okay. <laughs> but it it seemed like every every word that the pastor said, mm-hmm. Mama Jefferson, George, and Louise had some type of response to it,
0: and it had nothing to do with what the pastor was saying right. It was actually about the whole lunch date situation. And Mother Jefferson, she starts crying. She's just, you know, whether she's for real crying or fake crying, I think she was like fake crying, mm-hmm. and then that turned into real crying. Um, but
2: there was some laughter also in there. I thought they were laughing. Okay.
0: Um. Somebody. Now, one of the actors, one of the background actors, looked like she was trying to cry, <laughs> and, la- and she was laughing at the same time. Yeah. I was getting a kick out of her, but I don't <laughs> think they were laughing. Okay. They were crying. Well. Mother Jefferson was crying, so she's, she's sitting on the left, and then she's crying, and then George is sitting in the middle right next to her, and he starts crying, and then Louise is sitting on the right side, on the other side of uh, George, and she starts crying, but George is crying because Mother Jefferson is crying because she's, you know, all in her feelings, and then Louise mm-hmm. starts crying. Because she thinks George is crying because he doesn't like being at a funeral. Okay. And the three of them are in the back crying. And, the, and the, uh, the pastor, he's like, yeah, you guys, you know, just feel that emotion. Just let it go. Just let it go. And then everybody in the room starts crying. It's like a trickle, <laughs> uh, a domino effect. That's what I mean mm-hmm. to say. And everybody starts crying and going on and um, getting all emotional. And then, the funeral is over.
1: Yes, yeah, so. and
0: they were like, you know, at some point, Louise made a comment about how few people were at the funeral, and she and she never greeted the person that even told her about uh, Aunt Alice's death. Aunt Alice's the, the neighbor that passed away. She never even greeted anybody that
2: she knew. Yeah, she did not see anybody that. She so knew.
0: she's like, "No, not that many people here." And um, she's he's like, "Yeah, I wouldn't expect that much of a turnout for some name that wasn't Alice." So come to find out, they were at the <laughs> funeral
2: the wrong for thing. the wrong person
0: yeah, yeah. because the time of the funeral was switched at the last minute, and so Aunt Alice's funeral wasn't going to happen until like a couple hours later
2: right and the the pastor thanked the jeffersons for their their emotions he because <laughs> he was basically basically saying the funerals he give are you know funerals you give funerals you what preach at provide preside, preside, over. preside <laughs> over yeah there's no emotions people mm-hmm. are just sitting there yeah and he said he really needs that at funerals feedback. feedback. Yeah, he needs that feedback at funerals to pump him up, basically. Mm-hmm. And how would they like to come back? <laughs> come back. <laughs> be his background. Get, be his background, get everybody pumped up or whatever. <laughs> so, I apologize, audience. I fell asleep, so I couldn't give you a a really good detailed interpretation of the of the show, but. Uh I I saw enough of it, but yeah. I will go back in and, and watch it again just just for my pleasure or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, let's take a break, summer.
1: All right. We will be right back. Welcome back everyone.
2: Um I want to bring up a subject or two. So in the previous two episodes, we spoke about having just one show per week. Um, I don't know if anyone left us any feedback on any ideas or, or suggestions or um, what they think we should do. But we have decided to do one episode a week. It's going to entail three of the Jefferson's episode and one bonus episode of a nether black sitcom randomly. We haven't quite decided on what day the podcast would air or not. But if you have subscribed to the podcast, you should get notifications that a new podcast has aired or is ready to, um, listen to
0: if you haven't subscribed already definitely subscribe so you don't miss whenever we air
2: and we also tried out um our youtube well summer has posted on youtube but there was actually just a static picture of our logo but we decided to go ahead and show our face so we uploaded one of those and we're still trying to get the hang of uploading other videos that we have um, filmed or whatnot. So once we get that squared away, you can also watch us and listen to us on YouTube as well. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So with that said, we're just going to go ahead and give you our final thoughts on the show. Summer?
1: Um... What are my thoughts on this show? I think that you can't really expect to be, even if you're used to something
0: happening, and it's happened for a long time, like this lunch date between Mother Jefferson and George. you know, you you know, things change. You can't you can be disappointed. I shouldn't say you can't. You can be disappointed when things change, but um at any point in a relationship, at any point in your interaction with people, they can introduce
1: a new boundary. And if you care for that person, then you'll respect people's boundaries.
0: Um, and sometimes the boundary has to do with some someone else. Um, you know, in this episode, I don't think George ever said that he would not continue having lunches with his mom, but I think it was more so like, don't expect it to happen like clockwork um, every month. And I think it was important for him to put it that way. And instead of saying, we're not going to have lunch together this time, but we're, we'll, you know, either reschedule it for a different day of the week, or, you know, we'll get back to our reg- regularly scheduled program next month. I think that it was important for him to just generally say, yeah, we're just not going to do this. It's not going to be this way going forward. And I will have lunch with you when I want to. And there's going to be some times when I don't want to. And that was important because when you set a boundary like that, it's, it's important to set that boundary for the long-term kind of management of the relationship. What you don't want to end up doing is having to negotiate with someone, you know, in this situation, having to negotiate with his mom every month on this lunch date. It's like, no, uh, we'll have lunch together. Um, I mean, they they may very well still have lunch together twelve twelve times a year, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily going to be like clockwork on this day expected every month. And it's going to be they might have lunch two times a month. They might, you know, what I'm saying. So it's just I, I thought it was good the way George set that boundary and didn't really invite his mom to kind of make claim to future lunch dates. It's like, we'll have the lunch when both of us want to have the lunch, not out of uh, obligation. Um, you know, it's a tradition. It has been a tradition, but I, and I don't mind having lunch with you, but I, you know, don't don't expect it to be, um, don't hold me to, this as something I'm obligated to do. So eventually, one of the things at the end of the episode that happened, they were going to actually come back later, a couple hours later, to the actual funeral of Aunt Alice. (laughs) So they were going to come back, but they had this time in between, and what were they going to do? They
1: decided to go to lunch. Um, and at the end of it, George,
0: you know, he said, "I'm going to take my best girl to lunch," and he said, "Mama, you can come along too." Mm-hmm. So he didn't exclude her. You know, I don't get the impression that he wants to exclude her from things. And I don't get the impression that Louise wants to exclude her. I mean, she's used to to Mother Jefferson and um, all the little backhanded comments that she makes. And she just kind of accepts it. I mean, she's not, Louise is not a punk. She definitely, um, she dishes it out as much as she takes it, you know, she'll say some things back to her, right? But It, I don't yeah like I don't think that Louise is like she never told him don't don't have lunch with your mom ma- your mother she just want, wanted to make it clear that she and she wanted to, it to be understood or she wanted the confidence that she was number 1 in his life as his as his wife so um I like I like how that wrapped up I like the way George um set that boundary with his mom um it was respectful um but it was also like you know we're not going to do this this back and forth thing I know you want to guilt me into um keeping up with this tradition but
1: I really don't want to and I think ultimately George was using that um
0: regular lunch date as his excuse for not going to the funeral. I really think he, he really just didn't want to go to the, to the funeral. Um, but he didn't have a good reason not to support Louise other than this standing lunch date.
2: I thought he, he said he didn't even like going to, to lunch with mom Jefferson. I don't remember Episode. him saying
0: that. I don't okay. remember him. I mean, he might have, but I don't, I didn't catch that one. Hmm. I didn't catch it, um, but he he kind of made it clear that he doesn't always want to because he said, "You know, I'll go to lunch when I want to." Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's ob- obviously sometimes he's been holding himself to that tradition, even though he just doesn't want to. Sometimes mm-hmm. he just don't want to, and um, but yeah, and and that's that's that was a good a good experience for George. I mean, it was good for Louise of course because she got to kind of assert her position as as his wife and she got a little bit of comfort in um George's response and uh but it was good a good exercise for George too because, you know, and it's, that's for anyone any kind of relationship that you're in, you know, you have to say where your boundaries are. You know, and I've I've had um, instances in relationships, like even just friendships, where <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then like, oh well, why? And it's like, like I really don't actually want to say why. I just want my <laughs> no to be respected because sometimes the why is not even like. You know, when you say why, when you give a reason why you don't want to do something or you do want to do something, you are making an excuse is not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say it sounds like you're, you're want, you want validation from them that your reason is a good reason. But when <laughs> you're setting a boundary, you don't need a good reason other than you do or don't want to do that thing. That's, that's the good reason it's it's you set the boundary and that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just don't feel like doing that. And in this instance, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there. I don't want to be in this place with these people. I don't um
1: I don't want to drink that. I'm not drinking tonight. Uh I'm not doing this. You know, it's
0: just because I said I don't want to do it, that's that's reason enough. <laughs> don't try to talk me out of it. I don't want to be talked out of it. And I don't I don't need um, the I don't need for you to approve my reason for not wanting to do it. I only need for you to respect that. I don't want to do it. Um, And, you know, it's different. I think it's different in like a marriage relationship because you that relationship is a lot more intimate than any other relationship. So, you know, you and I will talk about things and I'll explain things and you might explain your feelings about things, but just out there and in, in, in the world, every, everybody, does, everybody doesn't get, get the courtesy of, of the reason why. Um, I don't know. That's just my take on it. But yeah, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was a good kind of exercise for George and respectfully setting some boundaries with his, his mom. And uh, yeah, he wasn't really nasty about it. Her crying after, um, you know, quote unquote crying after he told her that he wouldn't regularly take, well, he didn't say he wouldn't regularly take her out to lunch. He said he wouldn't. He's not going to always take her out to lunch. Every month, so um her crying was ex- extra. It was acting on her part um to get some, to get him to change his mind, and uh it didn't work. So I'm um, glad he kind of,
1: you know,
0: was was strong in setting that boundary. But yeah, that was the just the whole boundaries things. That that's the my biggest takeaway from this episode.
3: Hmm.
2: Okay. I'm going to piggyback off of something just a little bit. Okay. I can remember we were at a party. Not, well, I'm not going to say not too long ago because it's Corona, so it was a while ago. <laughs> it was a while we, ago. We were at a party, <laughs> and I was just ready to go home. It was. I said hi and spoke to whoever I wanted to speak to and talked to whoever I wanted to speak, I mean, talk to. I had my drink. Congratulations to whoever. And I started saying my goodbyes to people. And someone was like, um, are you leaving? I said, yeah. They said, why? I said, I'm just ready to go. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> no reason. I'm just ready to go. Like, there <laughs> it have to be a reason, like you were saying. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I explained to him. I was like, well, I, I, I saw who I wanted to see. I spoke to who I wanted to speak to. There was nothing else to be had. So I'd rather go home and chillax. <laughs> Get out of these clothes and just chill. But yeah, sometimes... The short you, answer being, I'm just ready to go. Just re- I just talked. <laughs> like, I'm just ready to go. It's, it's, that's all it is. Too. I'm done here. I, I mean, I'm having a good time, but all I'm right. still just ready to go. Still ready to go. You know? Yeah. But um, I think this episode, this is for the mama boys and mama daughters, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. you know... Mothers and daughters, at marriage age anyway, adult age, they have a better, well, I'm not going to say a better, but they have a closer relationship than they do with their fathers, I think. Because they have more so in common now, because they're both adult females. so
0: Also known as women.
2: And women. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, into the mama boys, I'm still a mama boy, but... I'm, how can I put it, not in the sense that you guys think mama boy. I'm the only son, so I'm always going to be a mama's boy. But once
1: I became married, right,
2: my mother became like the secondary number one (laughs) woman in my life right? So certain things that we might have done together, meaning my mother and I had done together, either they came to a halt, they ended, or they slowed down, or even summer
1: was um a part of that thing that we did, me and my mother did, per se.
2: So I had to. I didn't tell my mother, but in my head, I had to tell myself, okay. So, for instance, if I had lunch with my mother on a regular, there will be times where it wouldn't be just me and my mother. It would be summer, myself and my mother. So. You guys, males have to. Put who's most important in your life when you become married
0: i think that's different difficult for some some people to turn off and and they'll do a thing like um well it's like i've known my mom the long well of course you've known your mom the longer Mm -hmm. (laughs) of course you've known your dad the long longer than i have or even they'll do it with friends too they will put friends ahead of their Significant other, like I've known them longer. It's like, mm, yeah, but you, some stuff you do with me that you don't do do with them. <laughs>
2: yeah, this is true. I mean, so I need
3: to be number one.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: not only that, but just I I chose you to be number one in in my
1: life. But
2: I, the hard part is the other party feelings and the way they take it. So, if you were to if I was to explain to my mother, okay, we can't do those things that we used to do as often, or we can't do them at all anymore because now I have my wife, my own household, and my children to attend to, so how does that make them feel right yeah, without actually saying, and hopefully they don't say oh, you choosing her, like you just said, choosing your wife over me. Like, yeah, I am choosing my wife over you. You know, if from childhood to a teenage to early adulthood, I chose my mother over everybody. Even when I was dating, I chose my mother over everybody. Like, but now that I'm older, married, you know, it's, it's a hierarchy now you know wife um uh, it pretty much goes wife daughters and my mom pretty much um because i have to raise my daughters in a certain way in a certain manner and so they they deserve a lot of attention and i hope they appreciate it um and then you know my my mother or whatever And it also goes for the um, daughter's mothers. Like, they have that relationship, you know, going shopping, getting the nails done, or whatever it may be, talking on the phone, or whatever. But now, that has to slow down, come to a halt, or be rearranged, because now you have your husband in your life. And... Why can't I be, and guys, I don't mind going to get my (laughs) manicure and pedicure. It's a nice feeling. (laughs) So why can't I just, why can't me and my wife do that? Or the three of us do it now. Me, mom-in-law, and my wife. Certain things just have to change when you become married. Everybody else has to either understand that they're going to have to intertwine, with your new found marriage or they just have to understand that things that we used to do we can't do anymore
0: yeah i don't, I don't want to uh i don't personally have a problem with the word change but um i, I realize some people might so um uh, yes things do change when you get married but i think they don't have to to completely change, like you have to do a complete overhaul of your whole life and relationships with other people, but you do have to make adjustments yeah to an adjustment is another way of saying change, yeah, yeah. but you need to make make some adjustments um and be
1: considerate of another person mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that's mm-hmm.
2: that's all you just have to be like considerate what you said and and also, the the mother or fathers of the of the married married couple should be very happy. cause, mm-hmm. cause you know, it's funny because your parents, your mother or father, can be relieved. Like, man, I was getting tired <laughs> of hanging out with them. Now I can do my own thing. You know, so.
0: Depend, yeah, depending on the parent. Yeah, that's you,
2: true. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it could be a good thing for them. They
0: might, they might have thought that they were letting you down if they, you know, tried to make changes in your uh, relationship. Right,
2: but all <laughs> the, all the time they wanted to just
0: go kick it with yeah, their they, they girls.
2: They, they girls and they homeboys <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. So and I like how Louise, she. She told George about her feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we talked about communication before in marriages, and that was one of the things that she did. And it was, it came up at a perfect time somewhat for her to finally say something because she's probably been thinking this for a long time and never said anything because she didn't want to come in between Mama Jefferson and George. just. Relationship, and Mama Jefferson, and George still have a strong relationship. It's just they're just not going to lunch once a month as often, mm-hmm. and matter of fact, maybe they go twice a month now, but it's just not a scheduled thing. I think that's what Louise was complaining about as well' it's like it's it doesn't have to be scheduled like we don't have to go it doesn't have to be Monday of every month. You know, just let it be random. Like, what are you doing? Let's go to lunch. Fine. You know, but it made it seem like Mama Jefferson had George penciled in every month. Or for, inked in. Inked in <laughs> for that. Like, mm-hmm. with no escape or whatever. So, Louise needed him, but Mama Jefferson already have him inked in. So, no, I can't break this This. I don't want to say date. I want to say this appointment with Mama Jefferson to go to the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all about just a, a relationship and relationship and communication with both parties. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I will make it a point to stay awake.
0: For somebody that was, Falling asleep, you you guys had some I, good points. I
2: mean, I got something out of it, mm-hmm. of course. but <laughs> Teasing you, I just missed a, a few key scenes in the the episode. Yeah, but and this okay. So I want to go back to something I brought up earlier in the episode, and then we we end the the episode. Is it okay? Say, some or some, your childhood friend died, that mm-hmm. I never met is it appropriate for me to go to the funeral? Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think, if you don't know mm-hmm. the person, I don't think you should go to the funeral. Like, for what? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like say, if, if one of your girlfriend's friend died that you never met, and your homegirl calls you, hey, I gotta go to this funeral. Um, Can you, well, see, that's different. If they say, will you go with me. Yeah, but if they say, "Can you go?" Maybe for support. Maybe I don't know, but I I wouldn't go to a funeral of someone I would never met.
0: I just felt like she just wanted his support for her. She, he, Aunt Alice was nobody to him,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but she was you know pretty important in Louisa's growing up, and. You know, and he was like, is that your aunt? And he's like, no, they just called her aunt. And he's like, it's not family. No, I see your point though. I mean, in general, I wouldn't want to go to a funeral of someone that I didn't know. But um I guess I would go if you asked me to. You know, if you if you were like, "Oh, can you come along
3: yeah. with me?"
2: Well, I understand the support part now.
0: Mhm.
2: I definitely understand. But um if it was her biological auntie and George never met her, I think it's appropriate for him to, to go. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, um, yeah, just something I thought about. I never been to a funeral. It, it's just a weird situation, like going to a funeral of someone you don't even know mm-hmm. or you never met before. And that's the way you're meeting them. Yeah, like, I get that. I yeah. get it. But the support part is important. so. Mm-hmm. And speaking of support, audience, we need your support. Yes, we do. Please go ahead and like, subscribe, um, thumbs up, leave us a message. This is not share. YouTube. Babe. Okay, but they still could
0: subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. I mean, you can like it. I don't know what button you're going to click to like it, but you can leave us a review. Leave a, a rating or a review. That's what you can, you can really do.
2: You can leave a thumbs up emoji.
0: Go to Instagram uh, and leave us a thumbs up emoji on one of our posts <laughs> or Facebook.
2: And tell a friend and share. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you all have a safe and fun and happy weekend. And safe.
0: Yes, absolutely. Safe and... uh Uh, be careful out there with the air quality. still not great
2: for those people in California. You know, I read an article about that yesterday, how the smoke from the California fires, Mm -hmm. the ashes have actually reached New York and parts of Europe. Mm. So, and I want to, you know, uh, and
0: Pacific Northwest is, is, uh, Washington and Oregon Before, are yeah, are
2: bad, it's rough, rough, really bad. Yeah. Yes. So to any of our, our firefighters, um, paramedics that are listening, thank you for um your hard work trying to put the the fires out and keep people's homes intact and their livelihood and things of that matter. Thank you for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So we will see you all one day next week. So listen out. Yeah,
0: and, and well, you
2: know what? I'm sorry. Let's let's do this now because so people know what day to just listen. Let's make a decision. I don't know. Okay, Fridays,
1: guys. What you need to do is subscribe to
0: the podcast, and then you you'll know. Also we should make some sort of announcement on our social media. So follow us. Um, You know, we get a ton of likes on our posts and everything like that. But go on over and follow us on uh, Facebook or Instagram, whatever. You know, pretty much what we post on Instagram will end up on Facebook as well. So go over there and check us out tentatively we're talking about Fridays. Um if you actually have a suggestion or feedback regarding a preferred day of the week that you'd like to hear um the episodes, let us let us know that too also on Facebook or
1: Instagram. So Okay. All right. Cool. Have a wonderful weekend.
3: Peace.
0: The music from this episode is by Yours Truly, Summer Sky. The single is called About Love, and it's available on all digital music and streaming platforms. Check the episode description for more details.